time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Red Friday with ESWL. Streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday on Burns Night. And what a cracker at Pataudry tomorrow afternoon following the midweek resumption of SPFL Premiership action. Stevie May out to his left on the edge of the box. Plays the ball into the middle. Header from Cosgrove. Back to Cosgrove. Shoots. Scores! Big Sam Cosgrove continuing where he left off. The long ball forward has found Sam Cosgrove bursting into the area. Still Cosgrove. Goal! Stevie May to take the corner kick. Aberdeen's second of the game from the left-hand side. Right-footed, whips it over towards the far post. In goes the header from Cosgrove. That was over the line. That's a hat-trick for Sam Cosgrove. Or who got the final touch? <laughs> well, Was that Lewis Ferguson? That- yes, it was Lewis Ferguson. The Dons can move above opponents Kilmarnock into second place with victory at Pataudry tomorrow afternoon. We'll also look ahead to the other fixtures. We'll have the latest guesses on the predictor as well as the current league table. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And Andrew, looking back over the last two games since our show last week, uh, disappointment um, on Saturday, the cup game against Stenhouse Muir, but the bottom line is we're still in the cup. We can put that one right and then back to business as usual on Wednesday. Yeah, nice to get a win under our belts uh, down at Hamilton. It had been a long time, four years since we one down there in the league but a thoroughly professional performance from the Dons opening 20 minutes Hamilton had their moments uh, but once Sam Cosgrove scored uh, you could see the deflation in the 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 confidence the the belief in the Hamilton ranks well conversely Aberdeen just grew more and more into the game and great to see big Sam Cosgrove get two we thought it might have been a hat trick but um, TV pictures and still pictures do prove that the ball hadn't crossed the line so it is Lewis Ferguson's goal the third one but uh, a good performance without ever touching the heights it wasn't a great game but uh, it was a good victory yeah big Sam Dave last Saturday along with many of his teammates just didn't really play to anything like the levels we know they can they looked lethargic but Sam on Wednesday night back to the way he was back in December yeah absolutely uh, superb Dave and the, the, the way he took uh, goal number two was just so indicative of a player that is at the height of his confidence previously Sam Cosgrove would have probably tried to uh, square that rather than take it himself but you know he really is uh, at the top of his game at the moment Boss Derek McInnes says overall it was a very important win each game is, is tough especially away from home and obviously Hamilton and other teams are fighting for life so what might look like straightforward victories for teams um, top against bottom of the table around about that side of it it's, uh, it's never it's never always like that so you've got to try and work hard deliver a level of performance take opportunities to come along as I say we've got the goals at a good time we're up to stuffing it at Hamilton's um, really enthusiasm and will to get back in it and um, you know it was pleasing to come on, uh, come back up to Aberdeen with three points and a clean sheet Results did go our way, um, certainly on, on the Wednesday evening with Rangers losing to Kilmarnock, uh, the Edinburgh teams both being defeated, Andrew, and uh, it sets it up for an absolute belter tomorrow. It does indeed. I mean, Aberdeen know that if they win the game, they'll go seconds, albeit it may be only for Saturday night that we're in second place, but uh, there's, a, there's a feeling of... Um, 
I think we've got something to repay Kilmarnock after the the manner of the defeat at Petaudry last time out. Not anything to do with Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock were excellent on the day, but the fact that um, we unjustly had to play 86 minutes of that game with 10 men, so Aberdeen will be fired up. They're in good form. They've got Europe's top goalscorer over the last little while in Sam Cosgrove, so yeah, it's uh, it's set up to be a really, really good game. Yeah, Kilmarnock defeated us uh, earlier on at Petaudry, and uh, we did uh, exactly the same to Kilmarnock down at Rugby Park, Dave, so it, it has all the makings of uh, a very enjoyable, hopefully, 90 minutes. Indeed, Dave, I'm really looking forward to it. It should be an absolute cracking encounter. The manager expects a difficult game against very impressive opposition. We've got a challenge tomorrow. Um, huge respect for the work that's getting done there. Um, you, know, it's, you can always recognise when you go and see teams, you, you know the teams who are working Monday to Friday um, properly and have a good structure and um, you know, it'll be a tough game for us. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's a good game for us. It's important that we try and take the opportunity that's in front of us. Um, and just the only short term goal we're trying to do is just win a game that helps go above them. Um, and if we can win three points, it'll be, it'll, we'll need to have played well tomorrow to, to get that job done. It's just uh, the importance of three points, Andrew, can't be underestimated because, uh, and in the league-wise, we've not really... I can't remember the last time we, ha- we had a, a draw. We had a draw in the first game of the season, but uh, um, we have managed to pick up wins and the three points make such a difference. Oh, a huge difference. I mean, uh, we've only had three draws in 22 league games. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you can get onto a winning run, particularly uh, when it's a, a, against sides round about you, yes, it's only three points, it's up for grabs, but effectively it becomes six because it, they don't get anything out of it. So, uh, very important game tomorrow and I'm sure that... The players will be right up for it. When you think about it, Kilmarnock have actually outplayed us in both games this season. They outplayed us down at Rugby Park, but we won down there. So it's our turn now to, to be the dominant force. And as I say, looking forward to what should be a, another excellent uh, advert for Scottish football, as have so many games this season been. Yeah, expecting around about 15,000 uh, at Petordry tomorrow afternoon and uh, Kilmarnock will bring up more than uh, than they normally will, probably around a five 600 mark. But uh, as, as you say, great chance to give another positive advert for Scottish football day. You're absolutely spot on there, Dave. Um, Derek McInnes, you know, very level-headed, according to the gaffer. This is no more or less important than any other match. Winning games uh, any time of season is important. You know, I get asked the question, it's such a crucial period, this period of the season. I, I can't think of a period that isn't crucial and important. By winning games, you know it's not going to do you any harm, but wherever that takes you in the league, it isn't really important at this stage, you know, but obviously we would like to win the game, you know, especially against a team who's in around you. That is always important. It's the same three points as it was the other night but what you can do um, is when you're jostling with people at the top end of the table or wherever you are on the table you can inflict a wee bit of pain onto them but that's that's the same for Kilmarnock they'll be seeing it exactly the same way as us and try to win the game and we saw the importance of the support Andrew again I mean it was 800 and odd fans down at uh, the Hope CBD Stadium I think I've got it right now yeah, so well done. whatever that yeah. means <laughs> indeed <laughs> and uh, they they made such a, a noise well, as well, as they always do. And again tomorrow, 
they're going to be crucial. Yeah, I mean, uh, and they're uh, going to have to be patient as I, well. I was just thinking, listening back to the the commentary on the goals, um, that was an impressive noise that that was made, considering that there was only two thousand one hundred and four or something in the stadium. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the the fans have a big part to play tomorrow, and as you say, they've got to be patient because this is a very good Kilmarnock side. There's no getting away from it. I think it has been weakened with uh, Greg Stewart coming to join Aberdeen, but they're very well organised. Uh, they're extremely difficult to, to break down and they all work their socks off for each other so make no mistake the Dons will have to be at their best to win tomorrow Yeah and, and Dave everybody has the part to play the, the players the manager uh, the, the supporters everybody really needs to get right behind the team from the word go as they, as they always do Of course they do Dave Lewis Ferguson for one says the fans are building momentum as well as the team We'll obviously expect a big crowd because it's a it's a huge game um, in the league and as I've kind of said before, like um, everybody can beat anybody in this league as we've seen, so everybody's going to going to drop points at some stage. So we're just looking, especially at home, to go out and, and get as much points as we can starting starting tomorrow. You mentioned Greg Stewart, Andrew. We've almost done a Celtic. Take a player from an opposition team that uh, is one of your main rivals and hopefully not only improve your squad but uh, weaken the opposition. Although Wednesday night, um, they certainly didn't look particularly weak when they, they defeated Rangers. No, that's, that's what I was saying. You know, they, they all work very well together and you're able to take a vital player like Greg Stewart out of the Kilmarnock side and yet, you know, others stepped up to the plate. So uh, it's not going to be easy despite the fact that we've, we've weakened the Kilmarnock squad by taking Greg here. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I think Greg will, will be a, a major asset to Aberdeen over the, the coming months uh, between now and the end of the season because um, we've seen already, albeit just in flashes against Stenhouse Muir and against Hamilton, that um, he's a, an excellent player. And once everybody else gets onto the same wavelength as Greg, because there are a number of players in the Don squad who didn't play with him last season, but once everything gels together, we've got the look of a very, very strong squad. Yeah, very um, interesting reaction. Steve Clark uh, last week when uh, Greg confirmed he was going to Aberdeen uh, suggesting that there was something sinister going on but never actually seeing what that might be Yes, he would not uh, elaborate on it. He just used uh, an expression that we can't uh, use on the radio without uh, a bleep. And then he kind of backtracked and said, I don't want to speak about it. And then he suddenly decided that he does want to speak about it again today. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll hear from him uh, later on in the show. It, Derek McInnes, he's telling us, though, Steve Clark's previous remarks about Greg Stewart don't add any edge to this game. Not for me. Um, no, I said at the time, delighted to get Greg we were fortunate and uh, I'm grateful we've managed to secure Greg for the rest of the season um, and uh, there's no nothing else really to say I've said it at the time just made a decision to make he chose us and as I say just getting on with enjoying working with him now We'll continue our build-up to Aberdeen against Kilmarnock tomorrow afternoon at Petori 3 o'clock kick-off after these One's Red Friday and Aberdeen are at home to Kilmarnock tomorrow afternoon and uh, as we've been saying before the break Andrew it's uh, a real mouth-watering prospect isn't it? It is I mean uh, <laughs> 
you know, Kilmarnock are a, a good side, as we've said, but what a record Derek McInnes has against Kilmarnock. He's won 17 of the 20 meetings with Kelly since he took over. You look at Steve Clark, he's played against Aberdeen seven times since being appointed back in the middle of October last year, and he's lost five of them. So that would point you towards an Aberdeen victory, but, you know... <laughs> old statistics don't really count for an awful lot and it's going to be a great game and you do get the feeling having seen that Jordan Jones having signed a pre-contract with Rangers scores the winner against them on Wednesday you do get the feeling Greg Stewart is going to be a pivotal pivotal figure tomorrow Yeah, whether it's uh, scoring for Aberdeen or being targeted by his former teammates at Kilmarnock Dave but uh, he, he certainly will weaken Kilmarnock's squad there's no doubt about that of course he will, and he strengthens Aberdeen's equally. Um, Lewis Ferguson um, didn't particularly relish at playing against Greg, but he's delighted to have Greg on his side now. He's a top player. You can tell that with the way he actually played against us for Kilmarnock at the start of the season. Um, but you can tell in training as well in, in the games um, he's played the past week. So he's a top player. He likes to get the ball down and play. And, you know, he's that kind of player you like to just just fire the ball into and he can go and kind of make something happen. He's He's got really good feet, quick feet, and I think he's got an eye for goal. So he's a, he's a good player to, to have and someday I look forward to working with. Andrew, the manager does play down the... You know how Aberdeen, when he's asked about the title, and uh, you can be sure, and we we know that what he says publicly is not necessarily what he's saying within the confines of the dressing room. No, um, I mean obviously you want to be up at the top end of the table to be right in the mix, and that's where Aberdeen are, and uh, he'll be very interested in what's happening elsewhere. Uh, you would expect Celtic to win tomorrow, as we say, Rangers don't play until Sunday, so, uh, but. The important thing is you've got to keep focused on your own team for the 90 minutes that they are playing and rest assured Derek's attention will not be drifting away to other games while his match is in play. Yeah, but uh, Dave, I, I think uh, Derek will probably know that uh, top of the table position inside out. Of course he will, of course he will. You, you were spot on with what you said, you know, about what he says in public, what he says in the dressing room. Publicly, at least, the boss insists he is not interested in how the Don's rivals are doing, though. Not at all. It's no difficult. Um, and we're not really at that end of uh, the, the, the business end. Of it. We've got a lot of work to do to, to um, before that is the case. You know, we just need to knuckle down, get on with a job in hand, treat each game with importance it deserves and work through this lot, lot of games. It's coming up, um, you know, and if we can get after 30 games, still be some summer to where we are now, then we can look forward to an exciting running. Um, but for the minute, it's not about getting losing focus, getting too giddy, getting too excited about this and that. It's just about doing the job and doing it well. And some of the messages coming out of Celtic, who who are obviously quite rightly still favourites, Andrew. But uh, you know, you, you hear Brendan Rodgers with the veiled uh, sort of suggestions that the Ukrainian winger that uh, you know he wasn't party to uh, making that move. All is not well. No, there's there's something funny brewing in the background at Celtic. Um, you don't even begin to try and work out what goes on in the background at Ibrox. Uh, but at, at Celtic, um, it, it does appear that there's a wee bit of a power struggle between the manager and the chief executive there. And if that can 
uncertainty can transmit itself into the, their, their squad. You just never know. But I think these Celtic players have all been the course before. They know what is needed. They will be very, very tough opposition for everyone between now and the end of the season. Absolutely. But Dave, it is great to have uh, so many teams compared to what we're used to in Scottish football up at the right end of the table. Yeah, it's fantastic. Back in yesteryear, of course, it was a case of, is it going to be Celtic or Rangers that's uh, going to win the league? But it is so exciting and hopefully that keeps going right up until you know the end of the season, the last kick of the ball. Lewis Ferguson, we had a chat with him uh, about this. I know he's only 19, but he says he can't remember the last time we had a four-way challenge at this stage of the season. It's always been the same um, over the past... Last year, so it is good to see. I, I don't know if it's a title race right now. There's still a long way to go. So, but it's good to see there's there's four kind of top sides, and I think every team will be pushing on to try and try and win this league. So we're just kind of we're not um, looking too far ahead ourselves. We're we're keeping level headed and, and taking every game as it comes, and, and we'll always put our full focus into the next game so as I said we'll just take every game as it comes and and try and get as much points on the board as we can Let's hear from the Kilmarnock manager Steve Clark, who was asked how it feels to be up against his former player Greg Stewart well, I won't be playing against Greg personally unfortunately uh, <laughs> 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 and, you can, and you can tell Greg I mean that in the nicest possible way Sure Nah, nah, listen, it's just one of these things that happens in football. Uh, obviously, we know a lot about Greg. We're, we're grateful to Greg's contribution to our season here at Kilmarnock. He's, he's now an Aberdeen player, so we treat every opposition player with respect uh, and we'll try to minimise the damage that he can do to us. We've got nothing to prove to anybody. Uh, we just we just go about our own business. We try to focus on ourselves. Like I say, we, we prepare ourselves for every game, every opponent. We treat everybody with respect and we try and do our best and that's what we'll do again tomorrow. Okay, one to watch, Dave in red. One to watch for me, it may be the obvious one, but it's going to have to be Craig Stewart in sensational form for Killy in the first half of the season, as we all know. And he can um, do to Kilmarnock what he did to the Dons at Pataudry when he scored a, a wonderful solo goal earlier in the season. Andrew? Um, well, he's nicked the obvious one, but uh, for me, Gary Mackay-Steven, coming back to full fitness, uh, he can be the difference between the sides because uh, he creates, he scores, uh, and he's... <laughs> A very, very important cog in the Aberdeen machine. Yep, he shoots, he scores, he creates, he scores. Now, where did that come from? Right, time for the predictor. Andrew, what's the latest? Well, uh, Red Army, myself and Dave G, we all scored four points last week. You managed to get five, Dave, so well done. You won mm-hmm. last week. Scores in the doors in joint third place, the Red Army and Dave G on 82 points. Way ahead of them, yourself on 96. And myself, I've just hit the century. Yeah. Don't encourage him, Dave. Um, <laughs> and of course, the Cowdenbeath Rangers game will mean an extra three points up for grabs next week because that one. Un- unless your your scoreline doesn't come up, in which case you'll be saying no. <laughs> just ignore all. that Not one. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> anyway, um, let's look at the games tomorrow. We've got Lewis Michie representing the Red Army to come. Uh, shortly but uh, first of all uh, Dave we'll start with you Celtic against Hamilton 
Aki's confidence, it looks very fragile, doesn't it? And they will take, I feel, a very sore one at Parkhead. I'm going to go for Celtic 5, Hamilton 0. Andrew? Yeah, I'm agreeing with that. Uh, I think Burke and Weir scoring goals and home advantage. Everything points to another Hamilton hammering. I'm going for 3-0. And Andrew, Dundee against Motherwell? Well, Dundee, a surprise victory, but a well-merited victory in midweek against Hearts. Motherwell beating Hibs as well. I can't separate these two. I think there could be goals in it. I'm going to go 2-2. Dave? It was indeed a very good win for the Dark Blues at Hearts in midweek to, to climb off the foot of the table. The feel-good factor will help them edge this one, I feel. And I'm going to go for 1-0 Dundee. And I've gone for 1-0 Dundee as well. Dave Hearts against St Johnson at Tynecastle. Well, Hearts, as we know, so inconsistent. Getting beaten at home by relegation candidates Dundee on Wednesday must have been a big blow to them. Saints in fine form up to fifth place and they'll fancy their chances of getting a result. I'm going for 1-1. Andrew? I think St Johnston are good enough to go and inflict more damage in Hearts. 2-1 to Saints. I've gone 2 Two and uh, Andrew, the bigger one tomorrow, Aberdeen against Kilmarnock. Well, I think the Dons are, are just about to, to hit top form, and uh, as we've said earlier in the programme, we need to be at our best to beat this Kilmarnock side. I'm going to go for a repeat of the score line. Last time we beat them at Pitori, 3 1. Okay, Dave? Should really be one to relish, shouldn't it? As we've discussed previously in the show, it's got all the hallmarks of a cracking contest. Uh, third against second. Surely the scene is set for Greg Stewart, as I've touched on earlier, to score the winner. And I'm going to go 2-1 Aberdeen. I've gone 2-0 Aberdeen. Moving on to Sunday lunchtime, Dave. Uh, St Mirren against Hibs. Well, St Mirren now, bottom of the league. They face a Hibs side, you know, incredibly down in eighth place. I remember Brendan Rodgers saying earlier uh, in the season how he thought the Highbies were the best attacking team in the Premiership. Something has gone way wrong there. A narrow away win for me, though. I'm going to go 1-0 Hibs. Andrew? I think the desperate straits that St Mirren finds themselves in will lift them and they'll get a 1-1 draw. OK, and I've gone for 2-1 for St Mirren. Andrew Livingston Rangers later on on Sunday. Well, it's not going to be a game for the purists. It'll be pretty brutal, I would imagine. The ball will be getting lumped from one end of the park to the other, particularly by Livingston. Uh, But I think they're good enough to get a 1-1 draw against Rangers. Dave? Um, I'm going to go Livingston 1, Rangers 2, Dave. Livy very good on their own patch, as we know. They they beat Rangers 1-0 there earlier in the campaign, but the Jairs will, of course, be desperate to bounce back from their loss to Kelly. Okay, and I'm going for, along with Andrew, for 1-1. Let's get the Red Army's predictions, courtesy of Lewis Meehy. Right, Lewis, uh, prediction time. All you have to do is give me the score lines for the six Premiership games this weekend. We'll start with Saturday's games. Celtic versus Hamilton Ackes. I think, having seen Hamilton, Celtic are probably going to score a few, so I'm going to go 4-0. Dundee against Motherwell. That could be a tough one. Um, both had good results last night. I'm going to go 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one draw there. Hearts tackle St Johnston. St Johnston have been really good, but Hearts need a win. I'm going to say that they're going to get it 1-0. And Aberdeen face Kilmarnock. I think the way Scottish football is working right now, it's going to have to be Greg Stewart scoring in 2-1 Aberdeen. That would be magnificent, wouldn't it? Um, Sunday, a couple of games. St Mirren play Hibs. I think St Mirren haven't been doing very well but either have Hibs so that could be one that maybe doesn't work out too well for either of them I'm going to say nil-nil because I haven't done a nil-nil yet OK and finally Livingston take on Rangers 
they are always going to be hard but Rangers after losing they don't probably lose two in a row too often so I'm going to go two no Rangers Top of League 2 Peter Hedder away to an Athletic tomorrow here's Blue Toon boss Jim McAnally We feel as though we've worked really hard the whole season to get where we are at the minute and uh, we've been there before and we've lost it and we want to stay there this time we know how hard the game it's going to be I mean it's always hard at Annan anyway but the I mean the last time they were at Peterhead the second half they played really well against us and, and we were fortunate to beat them you know they've obviously went to Edinburgh on Saturday and won they're a decent side they've got good young players in their team and they've got a good bit of experience at the back so we'll need to play well to, to win the game on Saturday but it would be a big game for us to win that's for sure that's a lot from Red Friday. Remember our dawns against Kilmarnock. Three o'clock kickoff tomorrow afternoon at the Have a great sporting weekend. See you next week. Bye bye. It's North Zone 1's Red Friday.